Welcome back to 939 Sports. It's a Friday. I hope everyone's having an amazing week. Um, as of today, I'm pretty sure at midnight, NBA 2K22 released. So if you're a big gamer, big 2K guy, today's pretty much your day. We had football last night, which we're going to go over. We're picking some NFL games, picking some college football games for tonight and tomorrow. A little bit of college football news, and we have some MLB stat standings, but let's get into it, starting with MLB. I know it's usually the second one we always go with, but we're going to go with the first. Starting with division leaders, right now you have Tampa, Houston, and Chicago. Right now they're the leaders, with Tampa pretty much up, what, eight games on Boston. Houston's up about, what, I think five or six on Oakland, and then... The White Sox are up about, like, looks like 11 games. So that's your division leaders. Looking at the wild card standings, Boston's right now in the, the front runner with the Yankees, who have lost six straight, and Toronto's won eight straight in a row. Toronto's about, what, a half game out. So it looks like Toronto might be sneaking into that wild card at the moment. Oakland's two games out. Seattle's two games out. That's pretty much the race in the American League. Going into the National League, right now your division leaders are San Francisco with 90 wins, but the Dodgers behind them at 88. You have Milwaukee with 86 wins. Behind that is what? Cincinnati. So that's like a 12-game lead. And you have Atlanta, who is, I think, like a three-game lead on the Phillies and about three on the Mets. So... It's not bad. Obviously, your wild card's looking like L.A. and San Diego. But right now, I think Cincy's a game behind San Diego to make that wild card spot. So the wild card spot there is kind of a race. I mean, it really depends on who wins the NL West is obviously going to be in. Then second place team is going to be the host of the wild card. But the NL East, I mean, it's still like it's still up. up I guess it's up for grabs division right now. I mean, Atlanta has a chance of really winning it, but... Mets have lost two in a row, so they've kind of blown a little. Phillies lost three in a row, and Atlanta has won only one in a row. So it's really – it's kind of a race with Atlanta, obviously 74 wins. Philadelphia at 71, and the Mets at 70. So, like, it's still up for grabs. But the rest of the divisions really aren't besides the NL West, which is like a two-team shootout for number one. But, I mean, there's three teams that are going to be in the playoffs in the NL West, it looks like. So that's crazy. Uh, let's go over some stats. <clears throat> let's go over the past seven days if I can. It's gonna let me. Uh, let's go over past seven days. <clears throat> Fremo Reyes has hit four home runs in the past seven days, been 389. Bryce Harper's been 368 over the past seven days, four home runs. Marcus Simeon's hit four. Nelson Cruz has hit four. Duval said four. How is Nelson Cruz doing this year? Because I think he's doing pretty well. Currently this year, 30 home runs, batting 275. So, yeah, he's having a pretty good year. Normal Nelson Cruz. I mean, 41 years old, still mashing home runs. Salvador Perez, yet again, is having an insane year. If you guys don't already know, Salvador Perez this year with 42 home runs, batting 276. Dude, 104 RBIs. The guy's been bashing the ball. Probably the only guy in the Royals that actually won't, seemingly wants to win. It's been a pretty solid year. If we can go over just all of the MLB. 
Guys like Vladimir Guerrero, 42 jacks, Ben 319. Besides Otani, he's looking like an MVP. You got guys like Tatis, that's murdering the ball, 37 home runs, Ben 278. Otani with 43 home runs, shoving on the mound. Um, Joey Votto, great back end of his career going on again. Guys like Cedric Mullins coming out of nowhere this year. Yeah, it's just insane. I mean, probably one of my favorite players on the Pirates, probably one of the only good players on the Pirates, Brian Reynolds, batting 298. He's got 22 home runs. Guys like Marcus Simeon, power numbers are coming out of nowhere. 38 jacks batting 272. Guy, I was not expecting to hit that many home runs. Uh, Pete Alonso is starting to tear it up. Mookie Betts has been hurt all year, but his numbers aren't that bad. But... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, there's some surprises, but it's not been anything too shocking. Pitching-wise, I mean, <clears throat> Max Scherzer, Walker Buehler, pretty much neck and neck for Cy Young. Corbin Burns has, you know, shoving on the out. Robbie Ray's been a beast. Kevin Gosman, I think, came out of nowhere this year. has been lights out. Wade Miley's been pretty good all year. Adam Wainwright, for how old he is, has a 2980 array. Zach Wheeler's been really good. So, I mean, it's been kind of a weird year in baseball. But it's also nice to kind of see teams like the Giants, who are much older teams, you know, winning. Seeing guys like Kevin Galsman, who I remember pitching on the Orioles, wasn't even good coming out of nowhere this year and just lighting it up. It's really cool to see, especially with all the young talent, too. So, it's been a great year. So far in MLB, obviously we still have like what, like less than a month now of regular season baseball. So <clears throat> I can't wait to see how the rest of the season pans out. And yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how it pans out. Obviously, can't wait for the playoffs, but we'll have to go with that. So the Bucks and Cowboys played last night in the NFL. <clears throat> obviously, we're so happy that the NFL is back. Thank God. Bucks win 31-29, game-winning field goal. They gave Tom Brady about a minute or so left. Can't give it Brady any time left to win the game. Tom Brady throws for 379. Four touchdowns to two picks. Threw 50 passes, so his arms probably sore a little bit today. Um, they only rushed the ball about 14 times. Fournette had about, what, 32 yards. Jones had four, and A.B. had one carry for six yards. But A.B. was really... The star of the offense, he had five receptions for 100, 121 yards and a touchdown. Chris Godwin, nine receptions, 105 and a touchdown. Gronk had eight receptions, 90 yards for two touchdowns. And Mike Evans was pretty much clamped up for three receptions, 24 yards. Bucks had two fumbles that they lost. They had one sack, which was Shaq Barrett. And, I mean, the Cowboys came to play. They lost, but they came... They came to play. Prescott threw the ball about 58 times. Throwing for 403 with three touchdowns, one pick. Zeke, 11 carries for 33 yards. So that's only averaging three yards a carry. Pollard, three carries for 14 yards, averaging 4.7. They had only 18 carries, so it wasn't a ton either. But Amari Cooper went off for 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb had seven receptions for 104 and a touchdown. Besides it, no one else really did anything. Like Michael Gallup had four receptions for 36 yards. Their tight end, Jarwin, had three receptions for 20. They didn't get a single sack, so their QB pressure wasn't great. The defense in this game wasn't amazing. 
but who cares? We had a pretty good Thursday night game, first game of the season. But we got some games to pick, so we're going to pick these games. Obviously, Mondays, we'll do on the Monday show. But <clears throat> let's pick these games, starting with Eagles-Falcons, 1 o'clock on Fox. Uh, Atlanta's a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and I'm probably going to go Atlanta. I know Matt Ryan's more of an experienced quarterback than Jalen Hurts. I know that, obviously, they both have new coaches, but I'm going to go with Atlanta here just over quarterback, and I think defense are somewhat similar. They're both not great. Game two, we have Steelers-Bills and Buffalo. Their favorite Buffalo series by six and a half over the Steelers. I think this game is going to be really good. It's going to be a lot of good defense. I think the Steelers' defense better than the Bills, but I think the Bills have a better team. So I'm going to pick the Bills close by like maybe a field goal, but it should be a good game. <clears throat> then you have Vikings, Bengals, Minnesota's favored by three in Cincinnati. I think the Vikings win this game by like 10. I don't think the Bengals are any good. Offensive line still isn't good for Cincinnati, so Joe Burrow's going to run around a lot, which isn't good. So I'm going to pick the Vikings there. 49ers, Lions, Niners are favored by eight in Detroit. I think the Niners walk away with this one by like two scores. And yet again, another team. I don't think the Lions are that good yet. So it's going to be a tough year for those two teams, especially Bengals and the Lions. Cardinals play the Titans. I think this is a really, really good game. It's in Tennessee. Titans are favored by three, so it's really an even spread. Um, Cardinals got a lot of stuff now. They have A.J. Green. They have Hopkins. Kyler Murray. They got J.J. Watt. They have a lot of talent. And, I mean, the the Titans are good, too. I mean, they still got Derrick Henry, who's hard to tackle. They have A.J. Brown. They have Julio Jones. It's going to be a real – this is another, like, star-studded game, an interesting game that I want to see. It's in Tennessee. I'm going to go with the home team in Tennessee here. I think Derrick Henry is a really big game. He needs to rush for, like, over 200 yards. That always helps. So I think the Titans win this game. I know they don't have their offensive coordinator anymore. Obviously, he's a coach of the Falcons, but I think there's a good chance that he does well. Then we have – the Seahawks traveling to Indianapolis. Seahawks favored by three. I think it's a tough Colts team. I think Wentz and uh, Nelson are back. They should be back for this game. Hmm. I think that they should be back for this game. If they're not, I think Seattle wins this by 10 plus. But... If they are, it's a lot closer of a game, but I'm still going to pick Seattle just because it's like in loom. I just think Seattle is a little bit of a better team offensively than the Colts, but the Colts do have a better defense. Uh, Chargers play the football team. Football team served by one at home. I'm going to pick the Chargers here. Big Justin Herbert guy. Obviously, Derwin James is healthy. They have Bosa back, so he's healthy. So... Yeah, I think this Chargers team on defense is pretty good. So is the football team. Football team has a great defense. But I don't know. A one-point spread at home, it's kind of a toss-up. I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. Jets are playing the Panthers. Panthers are home, four-point spread. I'm obviously picking the Panthers. I don't think the Jets are going to be good this year either. Jaguars play the Texans. Jags are favored by three in Houston. I think Texans are probably going to be one of the worst teams in football to consider Deshaun Watson's probably not going to play this year, so obviously going Jags. 
Browns play the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by five and a half. I'm going Chiefs over Browns, but I think the Browns are going to be a tough team. Dolphins play the Patriots. Mac Jones for start against his old teammate in Tua. It's a little storyline there. Um, I'm going to go New England. I think, obviously, they're getting a lot of guys back that opted out last year. They got a lot of new weapons in. I know they're going to be more run-heavy, but Mac Jones has been able to throw the ball pretty well. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. The Packers play the Saints week one, which is another really good week one matchup. Green Bay's favored by three and a half. And I think, I don't know how this is going to be. If Jameis Winston could play good, this is going to be a good game. But as of right now, you got to go with the man Aaron Rodgers. Like Stephen A. Smith said today, it's pretty much Super Bowl or bust for Aaron Rodgers, and that's something I believe. And I'm going to go with the Packers here. Then we have the Denver Broncos traveling to my New York Giants. Denver's fair by three. Not a big Teddy Bridgewater guy. I know they have a really good defense. I know Daniel Jones is questionable. Giants will want the lines questionable. With performance, not actual in the game, like playing. But, yes, performance-wise, I know Saquon's scheduled to play. It looks like Kenny Galladay's going to play. So I'm going to go with the Giants. I know the Giants' defense they're saying is going to be really good this year from what I've heard. Hopefully, Daniel Jones gets an improvement this year. If not, you'll be hearing me on Monday curse Daniel Jones out to death. But until then, I'm just going to pick the Giants. I know Denver's favored by three, but I think Giants win by a touchdown. And then lastly, your Sunday night game, you have Bears-Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams here. There's a uh, it's seven and a half Rams. I, I do like the Rams. I do love Matt Stafford. I think Jared Goff was a decent quarterback, but... I think Stafford's on another level than him. Like, finally, take him out of somewhere where he's not going to be, you know, getting killed every game. Rams have a pretty good offense, good offensive line, Sean McVay, a good defense. Bears' defense isn't bad either. It's just, I don't know if Andy Dalton's the solution. So maybe we see Justin Fields sooner. But I'm going to take the Rams here by at least 10. <clears throat> then, obviously, your Monday night game, which I'm not going to pick yet, is Ravens going to Vegas to play the Raiders. Ravens have a lot of injuries. I think they have like two or three running backs that tore their ACL. And sadly, Marcus Peters yesterday tore his ACL too. Ravens have a lot of injuries, a lot of season-ending injuries. So that's going to be kind of scary if you're a Ravens fan. But we'll pick that game on Monday while we go over our recap for college football and NFL, which leads us into the transition of tonight, which is college football. We all love it. Going with the only ranked game tonight is Coastal Carolina playing a home game. Yes, I'll be at the game, obviously. They're 26.5-point favorites over Kansas. Yeah, I'm going to go Coastal. I'm probably going to leave at halftime if we're up 30. So, not to sound cocky or whatever, but that's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, let's see. And then going into games this weekend, I'm going to find an interesting non-ranked game and then go over the ranked games. So Pittsburgh plays at Tennessee. Pitt's favored by three. Tennessee looked pretty good, so did Pitt. I'm going to pick Tennessee at home. I think that they have a chance to be pretty decent this year, even though we don't know what their um, like punishment's going to be. I don't think we do, but I think Tennessee's going to be good. I think it's going to be a close game. So I'll take Tennessee by a field goal there. Uh, let's see. Other really good games. Give me one second to look. I should have probably written these down. 
Buffalo plays Nebraska. Nebraska's favored by 14, but don't be surprised if Buffalo goes in there and beats Nebraska. Not saying it's going to happen, but don't be surprised because it is a decent Buffalo team. So we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. Uh, Let's see. NC State plays Mississippi State. Uh, NC State's favored at Starkville by a point, so that's another really good game. I'm going to take NC State. They're always really consistent, and I'm not a huge fan of Mike Leach in the air raid offense. It's fun to watch, but just not a huge fan of it, especially when it comes to defense. A lot of their defenses with air raid offenses don't tend to be good. So I'm going to pick NC State close. Um, Let's see. Missouri plays Kentucky at Kentucky. Kentucky's here by five and a half. Um, That's another interesting game. I'm going to take Kentucky at home. And then my last unranked game that I want to talk about is Washington-Michigan. Washington is traveling to Ann Arbor. Michigan looks like they could be pretty good, even though they lost their star wide receiver. Washington lost to Montana, so I'm going to pick Michigan by 10 points here. I mean, come on, you don't lose to Montana. I I mean, this could be a bounce-back week for Washington where they beat Michigan and everyone's like, fire Harbaugh or whatever. But – until then, I don't really, I don't really know how I feel about it. <clears throat> so I'm going to pick Michigan at home, and then let's head into Saturday's ranked games. You have or- number twelve Oregon taking on number three Ohio State. Ohio State's are by fourteen and a half, like what they were last week. So you might have to pick Oregon in the spread. <clears throat> I think it's a good game, but I do believe Ohio State's better than Oregon this year. Uh, Alabama State plays Auburn. Obviously, Auburn a blowout. Florida plays. South Florida, Florida Flair. Florida is favored by 28 and a half. I'll take that. I believe it. Let's see. Virginia Tech plays Middle Tennessee. Virginia Tech should blow them out. Notre Dame plays Toledo. Notre Dame should beat them by 21 plus. UAB plays Georgia. I think Georgia is going to win this game by a lot. They're favored by 24, so that makes sense. And then plays Colorado, favored by 17. I'll take that too. Cincinnati plays Murray State. Take Cincinnati. Ball State plays Penn State, which I think is an interesting game because I know Ball State was tough last year, but it's Penn State. I think Penn State's going to win this one by at least 20. Mercer plays Alabama. I think Alabama wins the game in the first quarter at kickoff pretty much. Uh, tough game here is Iowa-Iowa State. I'm pretty sure this is where game day is next this week, this weekend. Um, Iowa State's fair by four and a half. I'm going to take Iowa. They beat down on Indiana. Iowa State did not look good last week, so I think Iowa wins this one over Iowa State. South Carolina State plays Clemson. Clemson's going to win that in the first quarter. Western Carolina plays Oklahoma. Oklahoma wins that in the first quarter as well. Texas plays Arkansas, and it's close. It's a touchdown favorite for Texas. I saw the only way Arkansas can win is if their quarterback is like really dynamic out of the pocket. But I don't know. It's Texas. They did really well against a rank. Good Louisiana team, so I'm going to take Texas there. Eastern Michigan plays Wisconsin. Obviously, I'm going Wisconsin. A game that interests me is App State-Miami. Miami's favored by nine. It's a lot closer of a game than you think. I'm actually going to go with App State. They're a tough physical football team. Miami got beat down last week. So I think this game is going to be really close, so I'm going to pick App State. Ole Miss plays Austin Peavy. I think they win that game pretty easily. Uh, North Carolina plays Georgia State. I think North Carolina wins that one by 30-plus. Georgia State's not good. 
Utah plays BYU. I do believe Utah wins this one close. It's going to be a really, really close game. Uh, Stanford play USC. USC should win this game, but I also believe it will be close too, just because they always seem to play tough, close games together. Then UNLV plays Arizona State. Arizona State should win this one by a lot. They're favored by 34, so they should win by like... I don't know if they win by 34, but they should win by a lot. That should do it for today's episode. My last little news here is BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, Houston receive offers to join the Big 12. Let's see who takes it, who doesn't. Uh, besides that, make sure to shop with DJ's kicks for all your sneaker needs. Shop with Cozy Day's clothing for some new fresh apparel. Make sure to follow us on social media. All of our links will be down below. And we'll see you guys on Monday.